Welcome to Just My Two Cents. I am your host, Brian Scott. And on today's show, I'd like to talk about the New York Giants. So most of you are fully aware at this point, I'm sure, that Ben McAdoo has decided to bench Eli Manning in favor of Geno Smith. A decision that, to me, I think kind of validates what some football fans and even analysts expected when the de- when the decision was made to hire McAdoo, and that is this job is too big for him. He can't handle it. He's falling uh, victim to the pressure of the job being in New York. Uh, that city can eat anyone up. So it does take a special breed to just handle the media alone and the expectations that come with having the job there uh, with the New York football giants. But in addition to that, uh, it appears that he doesn't really have the ability to relate to the players. I think he's lost the players, which is probably the main reason that they're struggling the way that they are. Uh, If you can't lead your soldiers into war, so to speak, and have them believe in you and believe in what you're selling, they're not going to give you their all. Um, and I think that's probably what's happening. So this is a desperate move or a desperate attempt on his uh, part in order to, I don't know, spark the team, look at what could possibly be for the future. I have no clue. I mean, they don't really have a lot to play for right now. If you look at Eli's numbers, just over 2,000 yards and 14 touchdowns, seven interceptions. I mean, he's having a pretty Eli year in which, you know, you can't really blame Eli for a lot of their 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 issues and their struggles you know they can win with him playing it playing the quarterback position I think Eli has a lot of football left in him to play as long you know as if he wants to but at this point to say that he needs to be benched I just I don't know I have a problem with it um you know but if you're gonna bench your quarterback okay fine maybe look to the future figure out what your team has left in the tank Take a look at the second team guy to see if he might be your future. You would think that you'd have better options than Geno Smith. Um, you know, Geno is a guy who's a career passer of, I don't know, career completion percentage of 58%. Um, has thrown eight more interceptions than touchdowns with a QBR quarterback rating of about 72%. So, you know, four years in the league, I think he's kind of shown us, you know, who he is and what he's about. Now, unless something has happened that triggered in him to, you know, make him uh, develop to a point of showing the rest of the world and the league that he has the, the ability to play at a high level that, of course, was expected from the Jets. Um, I just, I don't know. I don't know that this is a good decision and I don't know that he's the he's the guy. Um but ultimately, you know, I think Eli will be fine. Um, you know, I do find it interesting that, you know, people are responding to it as if, you know, my goodness, as if Eli completely uh, lost his job or there was a death in a family or something like that. I mean, look, he's a grown man. Um, we all have to deal with challenges. Um, I think he'll I think he'll he'll bounce back pretty, pretty strong and he has a great support system. Do I think it was a bad decision? Of course. But um, look, let's not. The Giants don't have a lot to play for. So from that standpoint, McAdoo didn't have a whole lot to lose. Uh, 
even though it was a it was a bonehead decision. He's probably on his way out the door anyway, whether he made that decision or not. This just validated it, but I think what it's done probably even more is uh, validated to ownership that uh, the GM has probably run his course there uh, as as the Giants GM, and so it'll be interesting to see who they might go after in order to uh, replace him because it'll have to be someone who's a you know pretty strong personality who can deal with the deal with the team, of course, and then of course the uh, the city. So. Definitely going to be more to come as this story continues to develop. We'll see how it plays out. But uh be interesting to get your opinions and thoughts on uh, on this topic as well. So more to come from Just My Two Cents. Have a wonderful afternoon. Welcome to another segment of Just My Two Cents. I am your host, Brian Scott. And in this segment, I'd like to talk a little bit about uh, college football. Um, there are quite a few job openings right now, so the coaching carousel continues. Uh, the one I'd like to focus on at this moment is University of Tennessee. You know, I find it interesting that a school with such tradition and history is really struggling to kind of get back to the national prominence that they once um you know, once held, you know, they won a national title. I think the last one was in probably, what, 1998. Uh, the undefeated team with Chief Martin, really good team there. Um, but since then, I mean, you know, they've kind of fallen off and and really have had a hard time kind of getting back on track. Now, I will say I think they were still playing at a high level under Phil Fulmer, although maybe losing some disappointing games to the University of Florida which is a big rival, um, obviously not being able to keep up with Alabama. Go figure, right? As if, as if any of us can. Uh, and then, uh, you know, maybe kind of forcing Fulmer out the door a bit prematurely, I think. I don't know. I mean, is this karma that's coming back to, to haunt them? Possibly. But to me, I think it just shows maybe a lack of leadership more than anything. Um, Typically, when you deal with situations like this, where for whatever reason, they just can't seem to get things fixed. Um, look, you got to look at leadership. I know, I know oftentimes the way that our society is set up, you know, you look at, uh, you know, you look at the people that are actually doing the work, uh, so to speak, or you look a little lower on the totem pole to say, hey, it's their fault. Uh, that's the reason why things aren't going well. But you know, uh, the work of the, of those people tend to often reflect the leadership and these guys tend to hide behind their titles in the university and you don't see them out on the national scene as much. You only have these football coaches, you know, athletic coaches that are out in front of the camera during their seasons and on the recruitment trail. And that's all we know, but there's more to it in, in these programs. So, you know, for a decision to be made to go after someone like a Greg Schiano, I think shows that they didn't vet uh, the candidate as, as well as they should because dealing with all the issues that had come up with Lane Kiffin, um, you would think this 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 team would or this this school would actually do a better job of, of vetting their candidates so that they'll know what, what's going to come with it. But I don't think that that's really happening. And so now they seem a bit desperate 
in their search and it's hard to really know which direction they're going to go. The last name I heard, uh, I guess, uh, well, I heard uh, Brom out of Purdue was, was a consideration or Dorn out of uh, North Carolina State. I don't know how true either story is, but I think at the end of the day, when you look at a program that has a, you know, just under 70% uh, win percentage all time, that's a program that's done a tremendous amount. Uh, six ni- national titles, uh, 16, S- uh, 16 conference titles, 13 of those being SEC titles, which is quite a bit. So they have a they have a great history. Uh, I don't understand why they're struggling so much to really kind of get back to some some national prominence or get back on that national stage, at least just to compete. Um, you would think that a school that size uh, with with the facilities they have and their setup, they'd be able to do it. Uh, obviously, another SEC school there in the state in Vanderbilt, but ultimately UT is the flagship school of the state. So, you know, you would think that they would get back on track. So we'll see how it turns out. Um, hopefully they can get someone good. I think, um, you know, there's some potential there, but, you know, there are some underlying issues that need to be addressed. Um, and I think when schools and organizations start to realize that and operate with the integrity that's necessary. So that that's, you know, on the basic level, doing the things, doing things the right way behind closed doors. I think when, when, when you do that, you set yourself up to have some success. So we'll see what happens. Um, that's just my opinion on the topic more from just my two cents a bit later. Bye for now.